real. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Sarah Westcott. And this is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Read. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. Yes. And uh, we have kind of we have to kind of do like a little abbreviated version. This today. is going to be us talking <laughs> at our upgraded speed is really how I was picturing it. Driving <laughs> <Yes>. here. <laughs> 180 words per minute. As um, fast as we possibly can talk. Yes. Um, briefly, like the whole time when he was mentioning that. All I could picture... Did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Nope. So, Gilmore Girls, um, for those who have obviously heard of it or whatever... Basically, like, for an hour-long TV show, like, there were only a certain amount of pages in every script, like, for usual, for typical TV shows. But Gilmore Girls had, like, double the amount because of how fast Lorelai and Rory spoke, were supposed so to So they speak. could actually just squeeze more in? Yes, exactly. So, like, it, it was just something that I thought about while I was reading this because that cracked me up. I was yeah. like, oh, they're, they're speaking at Lorelai and, <laughs> and Rory Gilmore speed. <laughs> and see, I'm just that much older than you that I was picturing the Micro Machines commercial guy. <laughs> And I can't, I have no idea. It was just, oh God, he, but oh it was God. all like perfect English. This is the Micro Machine Man presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machine. Okay, well, we don't Anyways. have much preamble today because we just saw each other a couple days ago yeah. to film our producer Chris episode. Yep. Um, However, so, in that time, yeah, what happened to you? What did happen to me? I don't know. You- oh, my house sold. <laughs> I sold my house. We put my house on the market that day that you went here, yep. and uh, we accepted an offer on Thursday. It was the first viewing, right? It was right? the first people who came and saw it. Uh, they ordered a ridiculous amount. They offered a ridiculous <laughs> amount of money, and we took that offer. So um, we're feeling very happy, very lucky. They were very, um, they're very willing to be uh, um, lenient and like flexible on with your their, schedule. Yes, on our schedule it, yep. when when we need it. So we're still looking at like um, early December for a closing date, but yeah. Like that was like a big a big relief already taken yeah. off of our shoulders. Like, hey, our house is just sold. like that. Cool, it's yeah. all gone. Like, I knew it would go fast, but I wasn't yeah. anticipating that quickly. Literally the first one. Um, so yeah, that's what happened to me. Woo-hoo. Um, obviously, also I sound a little bit better. So you do. yeah, I've been I, listening to you today. I didn't listen, I didn't listen <laughs> today, and I'm scared to listen to it because I know I sounded fucking terrible. Um, I am gonna cough still. My apologies. But um, let's just go right to our prologue because I mean we yeah. got we don't have as much time as yeah. usual. The prologue. Um, so here's our prologue. There you go, Sam. <laughs> um, okay, so we read Upgrade by Blake Couch. Crouch. Yep. Right? Blake Couch. Yep, with an R. This is a book that I chose because I was obsessed with his, uh, not his first two books, but they were certainly the first two novels that, like, hit my radar. Um, Dark Matter and Recursion. All are very scientific-based um, uh, and uh, this one is obviously similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just recently published on July 7th, 2022. And honestly, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, I need to read that book. So I'm like, we're putting it on the list. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So um, those are my quick little facts about it. Katie, why don't you give us a reader rundown? Which we didn't do for Last Witch. And I just realized <gasps> oh, that we didn't. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Oh, that's a Okay. <laughs> at first, Logan Ramsey isn't sure if anything's different. He just feels a little sharper, better able to concentrate, better at multitasking, reading a bit faster, memorizing better, needing less sleep. But before long, he can't deny it. Something's happened to his brain, to his body. He start, he's starting to see the world and those around him, even those he loves most, in a whole new way. The truth is, Logan's genome has been hacked, and there's a reason he's been targeted for this upgrade, a reason that goes back decades to the darkest part of his past and a horrific family legacy. Worse still, what's happening to him is just the first step in a much larger plan, one that will inflict the same changes on humanity at large at a terrifying cost. 
Logan's the one person in the world capable of stopping what's been set in motion, but to have a chance at winning this war, he'll have to become something other than himself, maybe even something other than human. And even as he's fighting, he can't help wondering what if humanity's only hope for a future really does lie in engineering our own evolution. Intimate in scale, yet epic in scope, Upgrade is an intricately plotted, (laughs) lightning-fast tale that charts one man's thrilling transformation, even as it asks us to ponder the limits of our humanity and our boundless potential. I love that. Yeah. I loved it. Um, Okay, so... Why don't we try talk our, about our drink? Try our drink. Yes, <laughs> this one was a fun one. Um, we we just made it down in the kitchen, and um, it was like almost like doing surgery. But it is. Uh, it, so it's called DNA, Katie. Why don't it's you- supposed to be um in a test tube or in a shot glass with like a lime juice sugar rim, but we made it into a drink because that's shots, what we do here. Shots are slow. I mean, yes. quick. They're too quick for our too purposes, yeah. and we like to dr- sip our drink while yeah. we're talking. So it's called DNA cocktail. Um, appropriately enough. It mm-hmm. is gin, blue curacao, pineapple juice, and it's supposed to be frozen strawberries that you then puree, and we cheated that by just buying sh- strawberry puree. Correct. And it is layered in this glass. So the blue curacao is on the bottom, and then the gin was on the top, and it then the, the pineapple juice and the strawberry was poured on top of it. And it definitely floated. It's layered looking. <laughs> it's really cool. It does look Check really out cool. our Instagram. See the picture of it. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid to, like, stir it around because... Yeah, but I don't like, want just straight blue curls. Maybe just tip it and drink it? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Is that what you yeah, do with, like, half and half beers? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Hello. It tasted like gin and pineapple juice. It sure did. Um, Let's I'm gonna, stir that. Now I'm going to stir it because <laughs> I want some blue curls out in there. Oh, it's so pretty. Ooh. It is very pretty. Splashing. You know what it looks like? It reminds me of our Alice in Wonderland it does. drink. Drink me potion. Just, like... Um, Without the shimmer. Mm-hmm. We should have put cake shimmer in it. I should have remembered that. have that? Oh, wow. That's oh much God. better. We should have put... Did you try it once you spun it? What did it? No, I didn't. I said Hang spun on. it. Let me do that. Mm. Yes, I agree. That's much better because, yep. like, you get all the flavors now yep. as compared to just the pineapple. Yeah. I'm not a huge pineapple person. I feel like we've had several pineapple drinks have we had a lot of pineapple? I don't know. Though? I think this is the first time I bought pineapple juice oh, for it. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. Anyway, so now that that is done, I guess we're just going to jump right into our story, right? Yes. Let's do it. The story. Um. Okay, Katie. So, did what you did, like this book? What did you think? I need to ask you first. You picked it. Okay. So I did pick this book. Um. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I am obsessed with this kind of book, um, A, because of, like, the moral questions it asks, Mm -hmm. and B, because it, even though it's a very clearly smart book, and the guy who writes it is very smart, he makes it so I can somehow understand it. Even if I don't understand each little nuance of what's going on, I can still enjoy it and it doesn't take me completely out of it. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed this book. I this is one of those writers that I will I will literally read anything Always that he read puts it. out. Yes, and um, be, and they're so. I mean, the books are short. They are super easy to read. I literally read ha- more than half of this book just last night, sitting down. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. So I read it in basically two sittings, um, and it was fun. What about you? <laughs> um, I very much enjoyed it. I there was parts in the middle of it where I was kind of like. All right, but what is the whole point of it? And, like, what are we here for? But the the concept of the morality of it and 
Um, the eeriness of the fact that it's not really that far in the future mm-hmm. and it already feels like we're heading this way. And we a are lot heading of this direction. Correct, I don't know yeah. about like the genetic modification parts of it. <clears throat> um, and then like I, there was certain parts where I kind of like glazed over when they got like deep into the discussion of genetics and what they're morphing and like when he listed out all the genes that had been changed yes. I was like Mrah. so what I love about that though is that like I can skip that whole paragraph skip <laughs> you can skip over it you can kind of like skim it and see okay this is the pertinent information I need to do, but I don't need to see the read the ACT the mm-hmm. TAG you know that kind of stuff because Obviously, that stuff, our brains just aren't going to understand. And I was honestly curious about a lot of the math questions. Like if you, because of course, I don't even, I don't get any of the math questions either. Or like the math issue, whatever. Like, did you understand any of that? Like, were you able to comprehend some of, some of those? So the, one of the first things that I have flagged um, is on page 92. And he's... (laughs) being evaluated after he's had this this upgrade into his system um unintentionally he was kind of ambushed set up and well it was intentional it was intentional intentional, yeah right um but he got infected with this upgrade that modified all of his genes uh the whole thing was very reminiscent of the bradley cooper movie limitless yes yes that like that kept flying through my brain i've actually seen that movie yeah (laughs) Um, it's one of the very few you have seen. Yeah, where you basically just get more access to your brain and all the powers that be right, in right, there. Right, exactly. Um, whereas this is just modifying your actual DNA and mm-hmm. your genes. Um, so page 92, we tackled spatial reasoning. He's being evaluated. Um, visual, perceptual, and classification skills, logical reasoning, and finally pattern recognition. Logan, what is the next term in the following sequence? 0, 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34. And almost immediately after it got one zero one one two three, I was like, "That's a Fibonacci sequence." Yeah, and yeah. it's you've seen pictures of it. And yes. It's like this spiral thing, and yeah. it just—it's one of those things that I. This was the first time I had ever actually heard the Fibonacci sequence, like just put explained. in explained in words that I could understand easily. Okay, like I had, I I guess maybe or just maybe because I don't care that much about math, I just never really realized that it was just it's the sum just of the first the one two. Before. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really had no idea that that was yeah. the case, which is kind of neat. So I guess the Fibonacci sequence could just go on and on and on and on forever. forever. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. I just thought it was those first several le- uh, numbers or whatever. Yeah. So I, I mean, I did appreciate the math, obviously, because obviously I am the math nerd. Yeah. Um, there was, I, I can't, I'm not going to say that there was a certain part where I didn't understand the math because I didn't flag that in any way shape or form i probably should have but i don't think that there really was um but he also didn't go too deep into math concepts and problems and stuff like that either but i mean which is to your point that it's it's at a level that the vast majority of people can understand and it makes it it makes it so like it's entertaining without being like bogged down with information correct you know but it's still it's still smart and it like makes it seem like, and I'm, I'm sure his, his science is correct. And, and that this this is something Mm -hmm. that could actually happen. And I'm not going to lie to you. I've had conversations with people before. I'm sure that this, this stuff exists. I'm sure it's already being worked on. I'm sure it absolutely is. And that's kind of scary because just, just in the way, like, so on page 12, the first thing I flagged was um, just this little quote right here. It just says, the future was here and it was a fucking mess. And like, it's kind of terrifying to think about this stuff being out there because it's always the question of 
who gets this information first? What happens if it gets it gets let out? And and you know, there's just thinking about like the Cold War, the arms race between you know, like the space race between mm-hmm. us and Russia, and all that stuff. Like, what happens if this information is already out there and it's already available to our enemies? You know right. what I mean? Right. What if it's our enemies developing it, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we all get the same virus? <clears throat> yes. Weird. Yeah. And it's ter- it's terrifying. <laughs> it's really terrifying, yeah. especially in the, how we've how we've you know the last couple of years spent living our lives and um i don't know it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think about and that and like that's going to come back in the whole I'll, I'll, later i want to ask about the morality of this you know whatever mm-hmm. and how you feel about that and and stuff like that but um i don't know it was interesting to read and and you and i both had as we were sitting here talking about it we had question of time like when this took place yes um and the only thing that we had found was at the beginning of chapter eight what page was 196. That? 196. Um, it's literally uh, the ubiquitous wind farms with their spinning white blades were the only evidence that I was driving through a mid 21st century West. So, like, that's right there. But, like, we're almost there. Yeah. But, like, when you say mid 21st century, yeah, no, you're right. 2050. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's literally around the fucking corner. It's right there. That's terrifying to think yep. about. Because as you're reading this, the whole time you're thinking, this has got to be maybe 100 years in the future. So I didn't feel like it was that far. And I know we've had, I think, um, Foe. They had self-driving vehicles in Foe. And we were trying to determine mm-hmm. like when the when when that could have been. Yes. Um, and they I had... Mean, that, always, that already exists. Right. Well, they had <laughs> self-driving vehicles in this one, too. Like your self-driving Uber and you're just yes. showing up with your food. And, and, and you just go out and yeah, grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How fucking cool is that? <laughs> I, it, I feel like that's not really that far off. Like, no, at all. No, isn't no and they had drones delivering like their stuff or whatever i love the fact that um multiple times there's places referred to as like the meta tower or like the meta this and i'm like oh they are gonna take over yes yes they are yes they are the world belongs to the billionaires there's another there was another thing and i don't think i flagged it but it created like a, a space in my mind there was a point when he was talking about it was christmas day he's driving with his sister and and he's seeing like rockets tape take off yeah, all the billionaires just all the billionaires just wanting to spend time. Out. Yeah, cruising out and wanting to spend time out in low out orbit in the or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, yep, that's already happening uh-huh. too. People paying fucking millions of dollars just to go up for thirty seconds in the just fucking crazy just to be there. Um, really quickly, I we've talked about this before. I know you have not seen any episodes, but on page fourteen. Um, and, and they come back in another section, but they're talking about revenge wasps, like the wasps that can come and sting you. And, and like, that's how follow his, your pheromones. That's right? how his sister gets the gets yep. the upgrade um, that kind of reminded me of a Black Mirror episode called Hated in the Nation, where basically um, on the dark web, you can order somebody. I can't remember exactly. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I feel like you kind of you kind of. um order somebody kill to ki- like get killed and it's a wasp a drone wasp that goes and has like a toxin and it stings them and and, and, and they, they end just dying them because of their pheromones yeah yeah they end up dying and it's like it's so that kind of reminded me of that kind of was creepy like okay if you can do this yeah what else can be done right with that well so <coughs> the wasps come back at another point in time yes. like later in the book <coughs> yes and that might have been one of the few parts that I had a hard time with because he's was on the train and all of a sudden, like, there's two wasps and they're going to kill you. But yeah. then somehow they don't. And I was like, eh. Like, he's super, like, super calm, sitting super calm. Yeah. So they don't. So maybe, maybe they can't, they haven't yet figured out how to 
make those wasps just attack you without any any without like any provocation okay. basically you know what i mean like they were directed onto his pheromones but they weren't going to sting unless he made any sudden like swatted or, at him yes, or something exactly okay. exactly that's kind of how i took that okay. basically because yeah it was a little unbelievable it was like wait what all right so do you want to talk about why he got the upgrade why um, he was chosen to get the upgrade of course i do um I, I love, this is one of those books, like, so you're reading it, and you're like, okay, who is this guy? Clearly, he was he was a scientist. Clearly, um, something went wrong. He says he went to prison. We still don't know what that was. Yep. His mom was a super, like... Super geneticist, super, scientist, yes, super smart. Super smart woman with a, a Mensa IQ, blah, blah, blah. And um, I loved that we slowly found out, like, how... Mm-hmm. what happened in china mm-hmm. that had literally killed like you know a 200 fifth of the population. million or something like that yes, yeah. yeah 200 million people died because of something these geneticists did yep um trying to help Ch- yes it was fully <coughs> good intentioned yes. and yes i my understanding is that the, there was a disease on the rice patties mm-hmm. and they engineered this modified locust to attack that yes and then, I don't know if it was because I was drinking when I was reading it, but I don't really remember specifically what changed as to why the locusts were, what what made it blow up, what made yes. the whole thing happen, yeah. that it turned really bad. Good question. Like, it's not something I think my brain could comprehend. Okay. But it was, that's one of those things to me that it just like, I guess I don't care. You know okay. what I mean? All I care about is that it did happen. And these people, okay. you know, who were trying to do something good for the world at large, actually ended up killing 200 million people and drastically <laughs> affecting crops which then drastically yes. affected meat like they they make yes. reference multiple times to synthetic meats yes. and how exorbitant prices are for real yep. protein supply chain problems yep. um famine which, issues again that's other stuff that's not we're not at the point of genetically modified lo- as far as i know we're not at the point of genetically modified locusts but we have supply chain issues. We have food issues. We're probably at the point of genetically modified. We probably food should and, do it and yeah. just freaking get some food going for everybody. Imagine someday fake it's like fish. Someday what? it's coming, but you probably just have to take a pill for your meal for your, like your meal. You don't even have to eat. Listen, it's just a pill. I made a full on Thanksgiving dinner yesterday because I've had a turkey in my freezer and we're going oh, away God. on vacation. <laughs> and I was like, if I make a turkey dinner today, we can eat it all week and not have to make food, and then it'll be gone. It's freaking delicious. I can't, I can't wait, to wait till home. Thanksgiving. I can't wait till Thanksgiving. I'm so excited. It's my so I don't want to take my food with a pi- as a pill. <laughs> Neither do I, because that takes out the joy of eating it yeah. all together. It's yeah. just like now it's just a, a fucking chore, yeah. basically. What chocolate in a pill? No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no fucking thank you. I want to eat. I want to melt that in my mouth. I want to suck on it for like ten goddamn minutes. Is <laughs> That's what I want to do. Said. <laughs> um, okay, so going back to that whole thing, he is then a part of this government agency after he gets out of prison which basically he took the fall for the entire yeah. thing like so his mom, his mom did ends all up of it and he killing was with herself. her yeah. yes um and if you didn't k- killing herself was in quotations obviously yeah. she's not dead she's not dead spoiler alert um but he ends up you know being in prison for about four years i think they that's, said. that's my understanding and he comes out and he becomes a part of this government agency that is there to take down these 
genetic modifying gene protection gene, agency. Yes, gene protection agency. GPA, I think it was called. Yeah. Um, and uh, they basically monitor all scientists and geneticists that are making that, sure that they're not going to yes, do something. That up. shit has now become illegal. Illegal yeah. gene modification has become illegal. Yeah. So, um, and of course, there's p- still people working behind the scenes on this stuff. Um, so yeah, he gets the upgrade. Um, quote-unquote, accidentally, because he goes to this place where his mother basically forced him to go, and uh, something blows up. It ruins his hazmat suit. It gets inside of him, and after about a month, I think, is when he finally starts to upgrade. Yeah, so I will just say that what blew up was these giant ice balls, yes. and I was immediately picking, yes. picturing our cocktail ice mm-hmm. balls and just expecting it to explode and shirt. Yep, shirt. exactly. <laughs> Shoot shards of glass. Yes. And ice. Wouldn't that be Not crazy? Glass. That would be crazy. I hope was, that doesn't yeah. happen. Ooh, Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So then he is upgraded. Um, he finds that he's finding these little things like he can read a book in like a couple hours or I was less. unbelievably jealous. So page 183. Mm-hmm. Early in the book, um, he mentions the fact, first of all, so these go hand in hand. So page 51. Um I opened the book that I've been reading this week, Kazuo Ishiguro's Never Let Me Go. Before Denver, there had been a 12-book tower on my nightstand comprising birthday and Christmas gifts over the last few years. I'd always intended to read them, but usually at day's end, all I had the energy and focus for was watching an episode or two or whatever nonsense was mildly holding my interest. So, I don't know. You don't really have books on your nightstand. I have at least 15 books on my (laughs) nightstand in three separate piles and a bag of four books on the ground in front of my nightstand of all these things that I intend to read. So, that hit me hilariously yeah um when he's upgraded page 183 is that i could read a book with my eyes while simultaneously listening to an audiobook and comprehend each one to a 70 percent de- degree of accuracy i read everything i read constantly i read fast i barely slept and i was like oh if you could only just get paid for that too I know. yeah seriously seriously <laughs> um yeah no it, it like obviously hearing it you're like well this doesn't seem so freaking bad um, but then he, then the GPA figures out what's going on. They take him. They tell his family that he's died in a raid. Yeah. So he, I don't think he ever goes home. Like he's, no. he's, so the first effects of the, um, upgrade is a serious virus. He's got massive He goes fevers. home after that. He goes home after that. After the hospital, after he has the fevers and stuff, he does go home. That's when he starts reading his books and stuff. Okay. Yes. And right. he, and he plays chess with his daughter oh, yeah, and realizes yeah, yeah, yeah. that he starts yep. to beat okay. her again and he hasn't yeah. beat her in years. And he's years. like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So something's going on there. So then they take him back in to observe him and yes. and basically, like you said, they lie to his family. They tell him he's he's been killed um, and they're really just going to keep monitoring him and they're doing all these tests and they're running his, GN- his DNA, his DNA um, to evaluate his genes and that's when we get a little bit of that deep science stuff that yes. was like the well and then somebody breaks him out yep turns and then out this masked guy which is hilarious because at the same time that i was reading this every now and then when i wasn't reading i was working on a puzzle when i work on a puzzle i watch criminal minds because i have criminal minds recorded for the last like four seasons and oh i haven't God. watched them and the one that i happen to be watching most recently involved this guy in a full suit like a full black suit head covered glasses goggles mask you couldn't see him at all and that's exactly what i pictured (laughs) that broke this guy out and it was freaking and it turns out to be a sister 
who is crazy military woman. Like yeah. she comes in and fucking just just fucking laying people out, killing people left and right. Um, and as soon as as soon as you realize it's his sister, you realize okay, oh, this shit. upgrade was not an accident. Yep. This yep. like it wasn't accidental, and we already knew that they suspected his mom was still alive and mm-hmm. working on and shit. Um, but this just kind of solidifies that. You're Absolutely. like, okay. All so, right, you both got upgraded to be yes, super fast and smart. Exactly. And your mom's alive. Sounds yeah. like she did it. it. Sounds like something crazy. And I kind of really liked the introduction of her into the story because she was kind of our avatar in a way. Like, he's explaining all the scientific stuff that she doesn't understand. So he's explaining it to us, basically, yep. while also explaining it in the story to his sister. You know what I meant? Yes. So I kind of liked that idea. Um... There was a quote I think I wanted to read. 153. Uh Is it this side right here? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Go fucking figure. So this is after directly after they find that their mom is dead for real. Mm -hmm. They they they've searched for her. They find her and um she left a code in their genetic markers. Yep. There's they then one gene that (laughs) got modified that was like my understanding like a sleeper gene that really doesn't it wasn't wasn't important. So they're like, oh why did she do this one? And he finally And it's like a short code code and then that out. That I fucking loved, that whole series of, like, solving the cryptogram. Yeah. You, yes, yeah, but, like, no way in hell yeah. would I ever be able no to solve any of that no. shit. But um, it turns out it's, like, a longitude and lat- latitude, and it, they go off in search of this place, and it's in the fucking, like, mountains of New Mexico, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, sorry, I had to take a sip. So <clears throat> they find this laptop, and, the, and their mom had left a message. And So, real quick, right before that, <laughs> they find a truck right before they yes. actually get to the location of the laptop, and the truck is, like, deep in the dirt, and it's covered in snow, and they find a dead body inside, and it's actually their mom, who is now actually dead. And yes, yes. Come to find out she had killed herself, did it right there. With morphine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they also find this laptop. So yes. uh, where are you planning on starting? I was going to start. So I'm going to... St- I guess I'll start up here. Start right here, please. Okay. So you want me to read this whole thing? Yep. Okay. This is a long one. All right. So on page 153. The this genes- is a video from... <laughs> Their From, mom yes, to them. A video basically, letter, like, basically. Yeah, saying thanks for finding us. Okay. The genes that steered us towards sentiment and its downstream belief uh, patterns are still present in our genome. They were advan- advantageous at the dawn of humankind when we had no understanding of the universe. They led us to invent myth and religion and tradition, and those systems unquestioningly put us on the path to stabili- stability and cooperation. But now they're letting us ignore the facts all around us. Poverty, disease, starvation, and all the hatred those hardships breed, growing worse every decade as we squeeze the last drops from our planet and its resources. We can't keep living in denial about what's happening or hoping that it's someone else's problem to solve. The dinosaurs never saw their end coming. They died off because one morning out of the clear blue sky, an asteroid 6.2 miles across smashed into the Yucatan Peninsula at 67,000 miles per hour. The end of Homo sapiens lies just over the horizon. We can see it in a thousand metrics, which means we have a chance, but only if we collectively decide to act. If nothing changes, we will die off for the stupidest reason imaginable because we refused for so many childish reasons to do the obvious things that would save us. I loved that. I love love the fact that we both flagged the same thing. Yes. It it gives me fucking chills to read that Mm -hmm. because, A, because all of that is clearly true. You know, it's something that we struggle and worry about every day. Unfortunately, not many people do. Mm -hmm. And that's what she's saying. 
And that's why she upgraded her children so and gave them the ability to upgrade others so they would start this process of making humans smarter, better, able to create fix problems that, um, you know, other people regular people just can't, don't have the capacity to fix. So the reason she kills herself is because she feels, at one point, she she feels her mind slipping. So whether it's Alzheimer's or dementia, yes. whatever, she feels it going, and then she's like, fuck. Yeah. Gotta get a fast track going of something else to do. Yes. Upgrades her kids, kills herself. And expects them to just willingly take over. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's where we get to that point of the, the morality, morality question. because his sister, Kara, is willing to be like, well, fuck, yeah, we got to save this. Like, that makes total sense. It is obviously all around us. It is on us. We have the ability. But Kara's not the scientist. Keep that in mind as well. Right. She's not the scientist. He has been and 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 Logan is of the mind like. We don't know what this could do to people. Maybe Yes, it worked on us specifically, but how do we know it will work on everybody else? How do we know it's not going to go the same way as the locust? Exactly. And he's been in a situation before where he was doing something for the good of humankind and it killed 200 million people. That was a big backfire. Yes. And so he's very, like, you know, worried that this Mm -hmm. could happen again. And rightly so. And that's that's where the big morality question comes in. First of all, Katie, so my question for you, would you want to be upgraded? Yeah. I, Let's go back to the whole reading all the time and absorbing yeah, all of it, yeah. having all of your memories. Okay. But what about you? So the 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 answer is 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 hard. I think it's it's hard to to be it's gray. It's not black or white. I don't think it's a yes or no because for me it's very much like I want to know Okay, if I'm upgraded, like, will I still feel the things that I feel? Still love the people I love, which we'll get into at yep. you know at that another part. Huge, of the, that was a yes. huge component of the book. Um, will I like? Will it matter in the long run? Will we actually get to complete what we're supposed to complete by the time? It's all over. But yeah, in you know in, I mean? in the interest of time, because it is obviously right around the corner. Will it <clears throat> yeah. matter? And we in the course of the book, we see Kara has already administered this to people and it created an outbreak of this crazy like some people it upgrades and they're fine. Yeah. Um, she says that she's upgraded two thousand at, at at some point I think she's upgraded two thousand people successfully. I think she's at thirteen point four percent something like that. Yes. Death rate. Yes. Correct. Mortality rate. That's the word. Which is Big. That's huge. I mean, that's a huge death rate. Yeah. Um. So that's what's terrifying. Like, I don't know. I can't do the math right now in my head, but there are 8 billion people on the planet. What's 13.4% of that? You know what I mean? 13.4%. But like, I mean, how many people is that? <laughs> About that many. So that's that's the question. Like, what the... Do 12, the... 12, 12% is one. Okay. 12.5% of eight is one. Okay. So one billion people. Yes. So more than one billion people yes. die. One eighth of the population dies. Yes. Basically. So and that's crazy to think about. I think I did that right. No, <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, ten. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We don't. We're like we're not going to go. Into we're not going to go into it. But because that's not. I mean, it, it's not important in the long run. The actual number. All we know is that it would be astronomical. Mm-hmm. It would be astronomical. And like, do the 
what's the do the ends justify the means and who's and who's to say who's that to you get to determine that yes that's yes. The, that's where the morality comes in is like yeah maybe it does maybe because right now that's how many people are on the planet right now and then the planet can continue on living mm-hmm. every all the people can continue on living who's to say that one billion people shouldn't be wiped off the planet right which is the flip side of that but also, like, you'll have many generations after that, and perhaps the planet's going to regenerate a whole bunch of stuff, and it's right. going to get better for everything. Right. The water's going to come out of Lower Manhattan. You can go back to Broadway. Like, yeah. what the fuck? But for lack of a better word, you're playing You're playing God. You are. You're playing Absolutely. God. Like, you're making the decision as to who gets to live and who gets to die. Right. And, you know, that being, you can't specifically point at a person and say, this person's going to die, that person's going to live. But it's still a crapshoot, right. no matter what you do. You know, like, you don't know. So that's, that's where my, like, obviously the, the morally gray comes in, like, would I want to be upgraded personally? Sure. I think it'd be pretty cool to be able to do all of these things. But like, would I say, uh, let's do this, you know, it's, it's for the good of the, of the human race, because you know, you know how much I care about the earth, you know how much yeah. I like worry right. about these things. But with the idea that, you know, so many people would die, I don't know if I could say, I don't think I could do that either. I think in the interest of, you know, fiction and the novel and and the the timeline of having so many pages, it felt very rushed as a decision. Like, it has to be done now. It has to be done now. It has to be done now. Kara's like, I'm going out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I would like to think that there would be enough science behind it that you could figure out why did those people die. Like, you do that, maybe you do that one experiment or you test it out on smaller things before people a little bit more and figure out that okay so this is what's causing these people this percentage to die let's take that out and modify that a little bit and then make it safer and safer and safer every round of testing as opposed to like hurry up we're gonna do it once and then get it out right and honestly that's exactly what ends up happening Mm -hmm. like logan fixes the issues. I was so happy with the ending oh, of the I book. Know, me too, I was me so too. happy. He fixes the issues and sends, you know, infects people, and they they go out and they slough off this virus, and more and more people are being upgraded. So, like the basic, basically, the point being that it's the hope that you're making these people smarter, more intelligent beings, more compassionate beings, and um, and uh, hopefully that in turn saves the earth because there there's there's people more likely to make policy changes you know that kind of yes. thing which or clearly give a fuck about other people besides yes, just themselves yes exactly having a little bit of empathy, empathy and and, sy- and sympathy and like it was just that's basically the point of the book because Kara takes this this and just says you know what M- mom made this i'm going to do it but she didn't really troubleshoot it and like he realizes okay basically you're just going to upgrade these people and like give them what like they're not they they're still don't have like they still don't have the wherewithal within them to decide to do these things so there was <clears throat> i i'm sure that one of these sections that i flagged and i couldn't figure out what it was mm-hmm. oh actually just like that i flipped to it so page 289 consider so at the end he's meeting he he him and kara are basically dueling it out, which I had a really hard time with this section because I felt like they were both double upgraded and it should have been way more played out than it was. Kind yeah. of like the scene where she, he was at her house in the cabin mm-hmm. and it was like, oh wait, she sidestepped me. Oh wait, she sidestepped me. And this was just like, no, nah, I shot her in the leg. And it was like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what? That's yeah. it? So, um, 
Back on this, she says, if you stop this, she said, you may well be responsible for the extinction of Homo sapiens. That'll be on you. Consider this. For a time, Kara and I were the only upgraded humans on this planet. And what did we do? Immediately tried to kill each other over differences in belief. You got the upgrade and decided to help Kara release a virus that will lead to mass suffering and death. Doesn't feel like intelligence itself is the answer. It terrifies me to think of a world where we have all the same problems, a billion less friends. Oh, there's a billion. Mm -hmm. And everyone thinks they're smart enough to be infallible. And like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody's ego would be just as big as all their muscles and just being like, I know it. I know exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. This was actually with Nadine. I forgot it wasn't with Kara. And and this is, that's the point of the whole thing. Like he, he decides, okay, the most important part of this. Yeah. It's important to be smart and it's important. It's important to be able to do this, but it's our humanity. Yeah. It's like he wants to basically he needs to find the gene within us that has our holds our humanity and make sure that, that is, is expanded upon and upgraded. Like, yeah. yeah, of course, you want to be like, you know, faster, stronger, bigger, you know, whatever. But like, that's the most important part, because otherwise everybody's just going to be out for number one, just like they normally they normally are. You know, anyways, the end of the book before the epilogue. So not really the end of the book. Okay. Right before you get to the epilogue and find out what he actually did with the empathy. We were a monstrous, thoughtful, selfish, sensitive, fearful, ambitious, loving, hateful, hopeful species. We contained within us the potential for great evil, but also for great good. And we were capable of so much more than this. Mm-hmm. My sister was right, had been right about one thing. I couldn't do nothing. And I was just like, what the fuck is he going to do? I know. Because I didn't I even know. think he's going to explode this other side of it. Right, right. And... um. I, I guess after when the, that part of the book when when he's done and oh, right before that's... the epilogue, um, I was basically like, is this guy ever gonna see his family again? Like, uh, is he ever yeah. gonna be able to hold his daughter again? And then when you get to the epilogue and you realized three like three years have passed now, four years from the start of the from book, the original upgrade, yeah. When his when his family thinks that he's dead, so he has now not seen his family. His you know fourteen year old daughter is now eighteen. And um, his wife is now married to someone else or with somebody else. He did spy on her at one point. At right one point. Before, I think right before he goes to New York City yes. to confront Kara. Yes. Um, and I liked that scene a lot because I think it would have... I, I, he was... In that scene, he was able to compartmentalize his emotions. And I don't like the fact that he was able to do it, but I think mm-hmm. it benefited <clears throat> the story that he was right there and I just I feel like there's a story or a movie or something like that where like somebody walks by and just like flips somebody's hair just like a whisper of somebody and they turn around I'm sure it happens yeah, all the time yeah. and then they didn't actually see him um, and I just was picturing that like he was right there and she, he could smell her perfume but she didn't like she looked at like she looked around and then he was gone uh, yeah. basically um, I don't know that kind of thing like really that, that was the part sad of it, part of the upgrade st- to yeah me. yes but like that's the point too is that he was like figuring out right before right after that he starts figuring out you know um, I still love these people even though that part of like it's so different now because I am a upgraded human being who doesn't really have the need for this, I can still feel these things. Right. I don't have to compartmentalize yes. and do this, but yes. I, I can. Yes. I can still love and and care about people. So part of the reason um, that he he's 
does the empathy thing. So this is in his letter in the epilogue to his wife and daughter. Mm -hmm. My mother once posited that we are not rational beings. We read about all the looming threats in the paper. We watch it on the news and then we get on with our day. And yeah, some of that is thanks to our ability to hide from reality with denial, with cognitive dissonance, with magical thinking. But she forgot the most important thing. In the absence of compassion, selfishness is the most rational response of all. So there's a whole chunk in that part where he's talking about 150 people and how you can only maintain stable relationships with 150 people. Um, Today, in a given tragedy, we can overlay the faces of our family, friends, and coworkers on only 150 people. Beyond that, (laughs) compassion fades, but but not because we're evil. Our emotional hardwiring can't cope with it. We're living in a global community of 10 billion with brains that can only feel compassion for our immediate clan. Which also goes back to how society or how homo sapiens evolved in the first place which was using that concept of religion and myth and tradition and building your core group tighter together and oh yeah i i love celebrating this holiday you love celebrating this holiday let's make this a big thing yeah not columbus day because that was a dumb one it also kind of brings enjoyed the day off it it kind of i did not get that day off unfortunately (laughs) but um it kind of also brings to sense like i believe it was when um miriam was doing her letter to them also it brings that sense of um tragedy on a large scale desensitizes us to things right. plus it happens all, all the, the time. Fucking time all the time so we are desensitized to that stuff yeah. and um you know you're you're not really just because it's not happening to you specifically it's just like no oh, okay just another thing that happened in the world today whatever which a large part of that is also on the fact that it, it doesn't seem like anything is changing mm-hmm. every time something happens mm-hmm. nothing changes nothing changes nothing changes again lather rates repeat yes. same issue it's the same, same thing. thing all over and over and over again um i want to read another kind of uh big chunk um but um i'm a little bit of a speed reader so it's not that big of a deal um it is in the last part of his letter to beth and ava his his family I want you to know that if I could make things go back to the way they were, I'd do it in a second. But alas, there are no reverse gears in life. When I think of the old Logan, it's like considering an entirely separate being. And in moments I choose not to control, I feel a fierce loss for him. I suspect that if we all had a perfect memory, we would all grieve the older versions of who we used to be the way we grieve departed friends. But even though I'm changed from the Logan you once knew, the part of me that loved you madly remains. As I finish this letter, I'm sitting in a car across the street from a place I used to call home. Fuck. I'm going to cry. Sorry, that part wasn't in the... um. (laughs) It's the night before Ava's graduation, and through the front windows, I can see the two of you and John in the living room. I think you're playing a game. There's definitely a lot of laughter, and I cannot escape the thought that you look like a family. This hurts me deeply, and it makes me happy. What do you call a heart that is simultaneously full and breaking? Maybe there's no word for it, but for some reason, it makes me think of rain falling through the sunlight. <laughs> I, like, I just fucking, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I so this fucking one, love I'm, words. I, you do. And I'm not going to lie. I did not get emotional at the end of this book. Oh, oh God. No, it made me emotional. <laughs> it made me, like, it's just, like, my favorite thing to do is just to kind of parse out these little things where it's like, this is a book about science. And like, and then there was still that And there's there. still this thing in here that makes me feel something so deeply in my fucking bones. You know, it's just, I love stories like this. Which gene do you feel that in? Oh, I wish I could tell you. HG P2462. But Katie, I, I, can I just, can I just tell you really quickly, if you enjoyed this book, 
Um, I feel like you told me about dark matter. I'm sure that I, I'm sure that I did. I've definitely told you about dark matter and, and recursion is the other one, both great books. But if you liked this one too, um, read, uh, I've, I know I've told you about this one as well. And I think I've spoken about it on the podcast, um, project Hail Mary, which is by Andy Weir. And he's another science guy who writes like stories based around actual science that exists and, um, makes it fun and, and like, in a quote unquote dumbs it down for people okay. who don't always understand it. It's very similar to this like time like human nature or human the human race is on a time clock and it's a race to figure out like how to save it basically. Um and so it reminded me of that. This is a much shorter read than that one. Um but it was still very, very good and enjoyable. Awesome. Um but that that's all I have to say about this book, upgrade. That's pretty much all I had too. Okay. I um, really enjoyed it. I'm I if when you first sent it to me, I was like, eh. <laughs> eh yeah, okay. Sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I read it. I did enjoy it. This is what I love about this is that we're reading stuff that we don't always choose Correct. and like finding that we actually can find enjoyment out of mm-hmm. those things. Um so with that being said, let's just go to our epilogue. Epilogue. Um, Katie, do you know what we're reading? Next? What are we reading next? Because <laughs> I was just going to go pull up our Instagram. Feel like it's. Am I am I wrong in the sense that it's Daisy Darker? No, I think it's your Philip. Is it your Philip? The kind worth killing. Yes, the kind worth Peter killing. Swanson. Peter Swanson. Peter Swanson. Yes. Um. So that's next. I'm looking Shit, forward Daisy to Darker's that. Daisy Darker's right after that. Daisy Darker's right after new, that. Right? That's still a new one. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean. Follow us on our Instagram and Twitter page and TikTok, which I promise I will start making more TikToks. It's just I have zero time to do that. Well, I mean, I would like to be in the TikToks. Yeah, too. and that's the point too. Is we gotta we gotta find one. I kind of had an idea about one, so um, we'll make we'll make one, and it'll be fun. Okay, but um, Next all of episode, that we'll talk slower. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk slower and like whatever. But we did that in a pretty it's like forty five minutes record timing. Yeah. Record timing. And I still feel like we'd have a very good conversation about yeah, that. I think book. I touched on everything that yeah, I wanted to touch me on. Me too. Other than Homo Deuce. I lo- that was the other thing. I looked it up because I was just it, one of the. <coughs> oh. So, real quick, just because it's only 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, there was three different parts of this book. So, part three starts with, in the 21st century, the third big project of human humankind will be to acquire for us divine powers of creation and destruction and upgrade Homo sapiens into Homo Deus. And I was like, what the fuck is Homo Deus? Or Deus? Maybe it's Deus? D-E-U-S? D-E-U-S, yeah. D-E-U, that's Deus, yeah. Yeah. However, so I just Googled it. However, Homo Deus, from Latin homo, meaning man or human, and Deus, meaning God, mm-hmm. deals more with the abilities acquired by humans throughout their existence and their evolution as a dominant species of the world. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. That's the last thing. Oh, this is one of those things. That, this is another thing about reading. I just love reading because, like, you always find something that you didn't know before, yeah. and you always learn something. Fibonacci new. sequence. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> I love, love, love it. Reading is great. Um, so please follow us at To Be Read Pod on all of those socials. Uh, email us at To Be Read Podcast at Gmail um follow us on spotify and apple and rate review and subscribe listen to to us us. chat with us get in touch with us we want to hear from you (laughs) we like you guys give us book suggestions yes i mean we are clearly not in need of that but we would still like them honestly um and get us to read something that we wouldn't have read yes exactly which is clearly something that we are totally happy to do which would make our to be read pile one book taller 
Taller? It would. Yeah. It would make our I was one book say longer. And yes. I mean, yeah, sideways. I mean, yeah, if you had it out, laid out this way, yeah. it would be longer. But anyway, <laughs> please uh, join us next time. When we make a to-be-read pile, one book, shorter. Bye, everybody. Not <laughs> Bye. To Be Read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willey. Produced, edited, and mixed by Chris Turo. Logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield. Graphic design by Steve Pius. Theme song, Read to Me, written and performed by Austin Maffa. 